Section 10 of Beowulf 27 Came now to ocean the ever-courageous hardy henchmen, their harness-bearing, woven war-sarks. The warden marked, trusty as ever, the earl's return. From the height of the hill no hostile words reached the guests as he rode to greet them, but welcome he called to that wetter clan as the sheen-mailed spoilers to ship marched on, then on the strand with steeds and treasure and armor their roomy and ring-dight ship was heavily laden high its mast rose over hrothgar's hoarded gems a sword to the boat-guard beowulf gave mounted with gold on the mead bench since he was better esteemed that blade possessing heirloom old their ocean keel boarding they drove through the deep and dayland left a sea-cloth was set a sail with ropes firm to the mast the flood timbers moaned nor did wind over billows that wave simmer blow across from her course the craft sped on foam-necked it floated forth o'er the waves keel firm bound over briny currents till they got them sight of the gayish cliffs home known headlands high the boat stirred by winds on the strand up drove helpful at haven the harbor guard stood who long already for loved companions by the water had waited and watched afar he bound to the beach the broad-bosomed ship with anchor bands lest ocean billows that trusty timber should tear away then beowulf bade them bear the treasure gold and jewels no journey far was it thence to go to the giver of rings hialak hrethling at home he dwelt by the sea wall close himself and clan haughty that house a hero the king high the hall and heard right young wise and wary though winters few in those fortress walls she had found a home hereth's daughter nor humble her ways nor grudge she gifts to the gaiatish men of precious treasure not theoreth's pride showed she folk queen famed or that fell deceit was none so daring that durst make bold save her lord alone of the liegemen dear that lady full in the face to look but forged fetters he found his lot bonds of death and brief the respite soon as they seized him his sword doom was spoken and the burnished blade a baleful murder proclaimed and closed no queenly way for woman to practice though peerless she that the waver of peace from warrior dear by wrath and lying his life should reeve but hemming's kinsmen hindered this for over their alemen also told that of these folk horrors few she wrought onslaught of evil after she went gold-becked bride to the brave young prince atheling haughty and offa's hall o'er the fallow flood at her father's bidding safely sought where since she prospered royal throned rich in goods fain of the fair life fate had sent her and leal of love to the lord of warriors he of all heroes i heard of ever from sea to sea of the sons of earth most excellent seemed hence offa was praised for his fighting and feeing by far-off men the spear-bold warrior wisely he ruled over his empire aomer woke to him help of heroes hemming's kinsman grandson of garmund grim in war twenty eight hasten the hardy one henchman with him sandy strand of the sea to tread in widespread ways 
the world's great candle sun shone from south they strode along with sturdy steps to the spot they knew where the battle king young his burge within slayer of anjan theo shared the rings shelter of heroes to heloch beowulf's coming was quickly told that there in the court the clansman's refuge the shield companion sound and alive hail from the hero play homeward strode with haste in the hall by highest order room for the rovers was readily made by his sovereign he sat come safe from battle kinsman by kinsman his kindly lord he first had greeted in gracious form with many words the mead dispensing came through the high hall harith's daughter winsome to warriors wine-cup bore to the hands of the heroes Heloc then his comrade fairly with question plied in the lofty hall sore longing to know what manner of sojourn the sea geats made what came of thy quest my kinsman beowulf when thy yearning suddenly swept thee yonder battle to seek o'er the briny sea combat in heorot hrothgar couldst thou aid at all the honoured chief in his wide-known woes with waves of care my sad heart seethed i sore mistrusted my loved one's venture long i begged thee by no means to seek thy slaughtering monster but suffer the south danes to settle their feuds themselves with grendel now god be thanked that safe and sound i can see thee now beowulf spake the baron of edgetheo tis unknown and unhidden heloch lord to many men that meeting of ours struggle grim between grendel and me which we fought on the field where full to many sorrows he wrought for the shielding victors evils unending these and i avenged no boast can be breed of grendel any on earth for that uproar at dawn from the longest lived of the loathsome race in fleshly fold but first i went hrothgar to greet in the hall of gifts where halafdene's kinsman high renown soon as my purpose was plain to him assigned me a seat by his son and heir the liegemen were lusty my life-days never such merry men over mead and hall have i heard under heaven the high-born queen people's peace-bringer passed through the hall cheered the young clansmen clasps of gold ere she sought her seat to sundry gave off to the heroes hrothgar's daughter to earls in turn the ale-cup tendered she whom i heard these hall companions frey of name when fretted gold she preferred the warriors promised is she gold-decked maid to the glad son of froda sage this seems to the shielding's friend kingdom's keeper he counts it wise the woman to wed so and ward off feud store of slaughter but seldom ever were men are slain does the murder spear sink but briefest while though the bride be fair nor haply will like it the heathaboard lord as a little each of his liegemen all when a thane of the danes in that doughty throng goes with the lady along their hall and on him the old-time heirlooms glisten hard and ring-decked heathabard's treasure weapons that once they wielded fair until they lost at the linden play liegemen leal and their lives as well 
Then over the ale, on their heirloom gazing, some ash-wielder old, who has all in mind that spear-death of men, he is stern of mood, heavy at heart, and the young hero tests the temper and tries the soul, and war-hate wakens with words like these, Ken that sword which to the fray thy father carried in his final feud, neath the fighting mask dearest of blades, when the Danish slew him, and wielded the war-place on withergild's fall after havoc of heroes those hardy shieldings now the son of a certain slaughtering dane proud of his treasure paces this hall joys in the killing and carries the jewel that rightfully ought to be owned by thee thus he urges and eggs him all the time with keenest words till occasion offers that freya while rose thane for his father's deed after bite of brand and his blood must slumber losing his life but that liegeman flies living away for the land he kens and thus be broken on both their sides oaths and earls when ingild's breast wells with war-hate and wife-love now after the care billows cooler grows so i hold not the heathabard's faith due to the danes or their during love and pact of peace but i pass from that turning to grendel o giver of treasure and saying in full how the fight resulted hand fray of heroes when heaven's jewel had fled o'er far fields that fierce sprite came night foe savage to seek us out where safe and sound we sentried the hall to hanskio then was that harassing deadly his fall there was fated his first was slain girded warrior grendel on him turned murderous mouth on our mighty kinsmen and all the brave man's body devoured yet none the earlier empty-handed would the bloody-toothed murderer mindful of bale outward go from the gold-decked hall but me he attacked in his terror of might with greedy hand grasped me a glove hung by him wide and wondrous wound with bands and in artful wise it all was wrought by devilish craft of dragon skins me therein an innocent man the fiendish foe was fain to thrust with many another he might not so when i all angrily upright stood there long to relate how that land destroyer i paid in kind for his cruel deeds yet there my prince this people of thine got fame by my fighting he fled away and a little space his life preserved but there stayed right him his stronger hand left in heorot heart-sick thence on the floor of the ocean that outcast fell me for this struggle the shilding's friend paid in plenty with plates of gold with many a treasure when morn had come and we all at the banquet board sat down then was song and glee the gray-haired shilding much tested told of these times of yore whiles the hero his heart bestirred wood of delight now lays he chanted of sooth and sadness or set aright legends of wonder the wide-hearted king or the years of his youth he would yearn at times for strength of struggles now stricken with age hoary hero his heart surged full when wise with winters he wailed their flight thus in the hall the whole of that day at ease we feasted till fell o'er earth another night 
Anon, full ready in greed of vengeance, Grendel's mother set forth all doleful. Dead was her son, through war-hate of wetters, now woman monstrous. With fury fell a foeman she slew, avenged her offspring. From Asherah old, loyal counselor, life was gone. Nor might they e'en, when morning broke, those Danish people, their death-doned comrade burn with brands, on balefire lay the man they mourned under mountain stream she had carried the corpse with cruel hands for hrothgar that was the heaviest sorrow of all that had laden the lord of his folk the leader then by thy life besought me sad was his soul and the sea-waves coil to play the hero and hazard my being for glory of prowess my guerdon he pledged I then in the waters tis widely known that sea-floor guardian savage found hand to hand there a while we struggled billows welled blood in the briny hall her head i hewed with a hardy blade from grendel's mother and gained my life though not without danger my doom was not yet then the haven of heroes Haleftina's son gave me and guerdon great gifts of price twenty nine so held this king to the customs old that i wanted for naught in the wage i gained the meed of my might he made me gifts haleftena's heir for my own disposal now to thee my prince i prefer them all gladly give them thy grace alone can find me favour few indeed have i of kinsmen save he luck thee then he bade them bear him the boarhead standard the battle-helm high and breastplate gray the splendid sword then spake in form me this war-gear the wise old prince hrothgar gave and his hest he added that its story be straightway said to thee a while it was held by Heragar king for long time told of the land of shildings yet not to his son the sovereign left it to daring heovard dear as he was to him his harness of battle well hold thou it all and i heard that soon passed o'er the path of this treasure all apple fallow four good steeds each like the others arms and horses he gave to the king so should kinsmen be not weave one another the net of wiles or with deep hid treachery death contrive for neighbor and comrade his nephew was ever by heelock held full dear and each kept watch o'er the other's wheel i heard too the necklace to herg he presented wonder-wrought treasure which walsh theo gave him sovereign daughter three steeds he added slender and saddle gray since such gift the gem gleamed bright on the breast of the queen thus showed his strain the son of edge theo as a man remarked for mighty deeds and acts of honor at ale he slew not comrade or kin nor cruel his mood though of sons of earth his strength was greatest a glorious gift that god had sent the splendid leader long was he spurned and worthless by gaiatish warriors held him at mead the master of clans failed full oft to favor at all slack and shiftless the strong men deemed him profitless prince but payment came to the warrior honored for all his woes then the bulwark of earls bade bring within hardy chieftain hrethel's heirloom 
garnished with gold, no guyot e'er known in shape of a sword, a statelier prize. The brand he laid in Beowulf's lap, and of hides assigned him seven thousand, with house and high seat. They held in common land alike, by their line of birth, inheritance, home. But higher the king because of his rule o'er the realm itself. Now further it fell with the flight of years, with harryings horrid, that Heoloch perished, and Hardred too the hewing of swords under the shield wall slaughtered lay. When him at the van of the victor folk sought hardy heroes, Hethos Skilfings and arms o'erwhelming Hererick's nephew, then Beowulf came as king this broad realm to wield, and he ruled it well fifty winters, a wise old prince warding his land, until one began, in the dark of night, a dragon to rage. In the grave on the hill a horde it guarded, in the stone barrow steep. A straight path reached it unknown to mortals. Some man, however, chance by chance, that cave within to the heathen horde. In hand he took a golden goblet, nor gave he it back stole with it away while the watcher slept by thievish wiles for the warden's wrath prince and people must pay betimes end of section ten